When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast. With thanks to Beach Soccer Worldwide's partners, Puma, Iconic, Real Fever, United Nations Alliance for Civilizations, and Genius. Thank you all for believing in the sport. Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast, and a very special guest on the show today. We have Portuguese commentator and a lucky man because he is resident of Nazare as well, Rui Delgado. How are you? Hi, Mark. Everything's well here in Nazare. Do you think Nazare is now becoming one of the number one venues for beach soccer in the world? Yes, Mark. Uh, as you know, Nazare has a big tradition in beach soccer. There are 13 players that already played for the national team of Portugal since 99. Uh, and so the tradition has been extended to the organization of great events here in, in Nazare. That's a great investment from the city hall with uh, Dr. Walter Chicharro making all of these efforts to be organizing these events. And we cannot forget that Nazare was a beach soccer worldwide great partner during the pandemic. Now, if if people don't know about Nazare, I always encourage them to search out the documentary, The 100 Foot Wave, because Nazare has it all. It has big wave surfing in the winter and then summer. It is all about the beach soccer. And how good was it to be back? The return of the audience and the fans in the stands made all the difference this year, regardless to the last two years. With all of that environment, warm environment that we normally have in Estadio uh, do Viveiro Jordan Santos. Uh, uh, and it was really, really an amazing environment. It's something that you can only be here to understand what I am saying, and I'm sure that uh, fans from all over Europe came here to Nazare to assist the Euro Winners Cup, the Women's Euro Winners Cup, and all also the Challenge Cup that returned this year after the, the reorganization of the format of the competition in the last two years. I think we should start by talking about a few of the surprises that came up during the tournament. And the one that many people were talking about was the fantastic performance of the Danes of the Copenhagen Beach Soccer Club. That was a a real surprise, wasn't it? Yes, an amazing uh, participation from the Danish, from uh, Copenhagen uh, Beach Soccer, leader by Terry Bose, English legend of beach soccer, former uh, captain from the national team of uh, of England, and came to Nazareth with only one objective uh, in the beginning, to win. The first group game that was against the, the Finnish champions, FC uh, Baggio. And this was the prime objective uh, of them of coming here to, to Nazare. They prepared themselves throughout 18 months. And after being in uh, September of 2021 uh, in Patras, in Greece, uh, that they lost in the final against Mar- Marcel with the Spyro Savrami's International Cup, then they went to, to Cadiz in February to help the Javi Torres Cup where they finished third. So this was the biggest uh, objective of this uh, team with a lot of rising stars that can bring a lot to uh, beach soccer, growing 
that in this, in this sport in the current time. It seems to me, doesn't it, the Danes are really pushing the sport. They've started now the Baltic League as well. So can you see them going from strength to strength, both with the club team and the international team? I believe so. They have uh, several players that are uh, gaining international experience. So you, you cannot forget uh, players like Kaspar uh, Dahl, also Lukas uh, Fransen, now a new player, Rasmus Ling, that made some uh, great exhibitions. Also with the Estonian living in Copenhagen, Martin Thompson, also with Benjamin Schaeffer, it's an Austrian living also in Copenhagen. Uh, they are really growing in the sport, joining also two goalkeepers with quality as Oliver Levin, and uh, Gustav uh, Metzen. Gustav Metzen inclusively has a good footwork uh, in the game that gives another quality in the offensive game. And as a goalkeeper, as we know, the footwork is uh, very, very important. They were the surprise package, but I suppose a team that were a surprise or came from nowhere really, but when you saw the roster they had, weren't too surprising at all, was the Israeli team Falfala, when they had Ozu and Ott, you knew they were going to score goals. And before the tournament started, when you heard those players were playing, did you think it was possible they could win it against the Portuguese Giants? Well, Falfala is uh, always an interesting and a great team to come to the to the Euro Winners uh, Cup. If we had the surprise with uh, Copenhagen that reached the, the game of the sixth uh, place in the Euro Winners, Falfala is always uh, a great Israeli uh, giant uh, to come here to, to the competition. We, we can remember in the last few years when Fala came to, to Nazareth, they, they have uh, outstanding players such as Bruno Chevier, also was already in the team, also with Noel Hot. And when we gathered also Bruno Xavier with an enormous capability that, as we know, to leader the team. And if we join this with legend Ramiro Amarelle in the coaching part, so this uh, can, can bring some, some advantage to the Israelis that make also a lot of efforts during the year with Nimer Amer commanding the team and gathering all the conditions so they can go to international competitions and bring all the best conditions to, to the players. And also in the goalie with Elliot Monu, we cannot forget, that Elliot was considered the Golden Gloves in the last World Cup of Beach Shocker held in Russia. Elliot, uh, a, a, a player who seems to have just burst onto the scene recently because I know when uh, Valentin retired, their goalkeeper previously, I was looking and thinking the Swiss haven't really got another goalkeeper. And he lives in Spain and came through and has been absolutely fantastic and probably one of the top goalkeepers in beach soccer year round. Yes, of course, Elliot has grown a lot in beach soccer. We cannot forget he has double nationality. And so not being appointed for the Spain national team for several years, and because also and also Christian Mendes, like ourselves, and Donna. So probably there was no space for Elliot at that time. So Angelo Chirinzi, as we know, very smart, very technical and observant coach, took him to, to Switzerland and the Swiss immediately turned out the offensive game and Elliot is absolutely another field player, uh, if we can call it so, uh, and helping in the attacking uh, and offensive uh, turned out of the game. Yeah, he's been absolutely fantastic, but he wasn't goalkeeper of the tournament. 
that went to Andrade, who I, I don't know exactly how old he is now, but he just seems to get better and better with age. Yes, Andrade just turned uh, 43 right now, I believe. So it's amazing. Uh, Arlington, he was the best uh, goalkeeper in the world in 2016 and 18. Best uh, goalkeeper, the Golden Glove in Paraguay, where Portugal won the second FIFA World Cup, the third in the history after the winning of 2001. So Arlington is always improving. improving. He's never satisfied with all of those uh, performances. He's like the film Benjamin Button. He seems to get younger rather than older. And we should mention Filipov as well. Again, a player I've really thought has been outstanding for his national team. He's such an athletic player, but to score 17 goals in as few games as he played was just unbelievable. Yes, really unbelievable, the performance of Filipov. He's been growing all over these, these years. It's not the first time he's been here in, in Nazareth. And when we look to, uh, at him and we see the, the physical condition that Filipov has, we can say probably not a, a very mobile player. He is a player that has some difficulty in the technical part, but it's not so. He's an outstanding player, uh, scored 17 uh, goals. We, we can remind that Usti also won Sporting in their group stage. So it was a team to, to see and to, to continue to observe during the, the competition. And we cannot uh, forget when we have in the competition players like Hot, uh, Mauricinho, when we have the twin brothers, uh, Bay and Leo Martins, all of those outstanding players playing in this competition and like an underdog, if we can say so, Filipov won the the top scorer in this competition. Reminding something like uh, happened last year with the winning of top scorer from Bernardo Lopez that he is now in Casa do Benfica, the Lord, that uh, won the last year uh, individual top scorer prize with 18 goals. So, Philip was really, really outstanding in this competition with those uh, 17 goals. And I do believe that he's now calling his attention from the big clubs in Europe that was going to be my next question. Surely next year he'll be, he'll be playing for me. I'm, I'm just looking at pictures here of Real Monster. They could be a team that are in for him. Even the you know the big Portuguese teams tend to go with homegrown and Brazilian players. But you know he will be an addition, a great addition to any team in that tournament, wouldn't he? Of course, he would be an outstanding player for any team because he is really really very strong physically and with an efficiency and the capability to score as he revealed uh, this uh, this year. Yeah, he's been absolutely amazing. The final was between two Portuguese teams, and I've seen as well that Benfica have now gone top of the league in the Portuguese league. Before, it's always been Braga, Braga, Braga. Are we seeing things change now? Is it going to be the, the time that Benfica become the top team in Portugal and by default the world? Let's see. Let's see what the history is coming to to us to, to bring us. And this is also the beauty of the sport. Normally, as you say, and very well, Braga always in first, always being in the finals. If we can remember, this was the sixth consecutive final for Guerreiros da Araia, like I normally call uh, SC Braga. Uh, translating to English, it's the Sand Warriors. Okay, uh, so uh, Benfica is making outstanding work a few years from uh, from now and uh, they have reached the top of Europe becoming the new kings of uh, Europe winning 
uh, Braga by 3-1 in, in the final. And uh, let me say uh, to you, Mark, that Casa do Benfica de Lourdes did not have an easy way until the final. It was a very difficult path that Casa do Benfica de Lourdes was uh, coached by Daniel Zidane, a multi-champion of beach soccer, as we know, four times world champion with uh, the national team from uh, Brazil. Very intelligent uh, coach that knows the game, that uh, was a great player and is now being able, with all the technical structure of Casa do Benfica do Lourdes, being able to put in the field with this team that in the last two or three years have been improving a lot. Even last year, Casa do Benfica was in the final of the Portuguese League, was in the final of the Portuguese Cup. This year made the, the first edition of the Super Cup of Beach Soccer in uh, Portugal. So they have been growing a lot, taking some players, hiring some new players that showed some great quality. And of course, we cannot let it out of talking about the MVP of the tournament. Luiz Henrique is a Brazilian player, international Brazilian player. He was also in the last uh, FIFA World Cup Championship. Is a player from Brasilia in the interior of Brazil. And as he normally say, he comes from a land without any beach, but not from a land without any history. So I believe that this is a phrase that he uses a lot. And he, he really had made history coming to Casa do Benfica Lodge, uh, giving a lot of uh, defensive capability and very intelligent when Casa do Benfica de Lourdes wants to make the offensive uh, transition. And this was a key part in the winning of Casa do Benfica de Lourdes uh, facing uh, Braga. It was an outstanding final, Mark. The stands were full, were all of the fans from Casa do Benfica and from Braga. The way they supported both teams was really a great final. And that, let me tell you, that it's the first time that the Euro Winners Cup has a 100% final from the two teams from the same country, and uh, the country is Portugal, of course. We are all uh, very proud uh, of, this, of this situation. It's an historical uh, moment for a Portuguese uh, beach soccer at club level, uh, with, uh, which uh, is an example of how we work in Portugal with all the efforts from the Portuguese Federation in developing beach soccer in our country. And it seems to be the way that the men's game is being dominated by Portugal. When we turn our attention to the women's game, it was Spain that dominated there, wasn't it? Yes, uh, absolutely. As we, we were talking about the, the men's competition uh, about Portugal, uh, Portugal, as you say, the, um, the competition by the women were, I believe, totally dominated for uh, Spanish teams. And we had great final between Terrassa and IES players. It was really a great final with uncertainty in the result at the final, at the final whistle of the, the referee. And if we add that IES players, the San Javier now has Lorenzo Gomez Leon coaching these uh, wonderful players and with uh, Terrassa Bonaire, with Geroni Ran. That is a coach that has all of those experience and already played the Euro Winners Cup here in Nazare with the Georgian Dinamo Batumi. Also a great duel between Spanish teams in the Euro Winners Cup that ended with the victory of the Bonet for, for the first time. Winning players, the San Javier, 
with a lot of great, uh, great players. We have players with uh, Andrea Miron, Barbara Colodetti, Saratui, Carol Glass, that uh, was former best women's uh, beach soccer player in the world. But we also have uh, Teresa Bonet with uh, the goalkeeper that is uh, really outstanding also, even though she didn't win the best goalkeeper in the tournament that was won by Laia Garcia with outstanding performances, Laia Garcia, but also Terrasa Bonner as the person like Chami, Manau, Ju, and obviously the best player in the tournament, Chris Gonzalez, that was really decisive in the great final because she, she scored the, the first two goals that maintained Terrasa Bonner in the fight for against Laias during the first period. Then in the second period, André Miron scored the third and put again Plyas de San Javier that presented a very work beach soccer game development as in the defensive part and as all also in the offensive part. Very controlled, very opening to the offensive part with a controlled play. And Terrasa Bonaire very well defensively, but then waiting for the space in the back of the defense of Plyas de San Javier that they got to, to get the chance to turn the, the results over in the third period with the, the goals of Stella, Shami, and the final goal, the fifth goal, scored by the goalkeeper, Alba, that was very good in this, in this final. So Melissa Gomez, top scorer in the competition, obviously very well known for that tournament in Nazare, but also appears in Nazare more often than not, doesn't she? Yes, in fact, Mark, the, the Melissa Gomes is an amazing offensive uh, player. She has won this trophy of top scorer three times uh, in the last three appearances of Melissa in this competition. She won it with the CSO Amneville, with Stadrem, and now with Marseille uh, Beach Team. She made a, a very outstanding partnership with Adriel won the, the trophy once again of top scorer. But normally, as we know, Melissa is also Portuguese international in the 11th side. But uh, normal, normally in her vacancies, uh, she stays here in Nazare. And during the years when I was downstairs in Nazare in the beach soccer fields, uh, a girl pointed the, the attention because she was playing and practicing beach soccer among men players. So she normally in summer, when she's in Nazare, she used to, to, to train, to, to practice in the fields with a lot of uh, beach soccer uh, men players. So I believe it's a situation that made her improve and also get to this top uh, beach soccer women player. Do you think it's going to be a case now that the Spanish are going to dominate in the women's event? Because English teams, club sides, don't really seem to perform well or even enter many of these tournaments. Well, as we know, Mark, Spain is the first in the ranking of national teams. Okay. So it's been dominating the ranking. They, they won the Enoch Beach Soccer Games in 2019 in Doha, in Qatar. So they, they are occupying the first place in the ranking. In England, as we know, also with all amazing players, we cannot forget that England has two players that won the best women beach soccer of the year, like Sarah Kempson and the actual best beach soccer women club, that is Molly Clark. Outstanding players, but I do realize 
that the fact that the internal championships in England are not these great players, and we are talking about Sarah Campson and also Molly Clark, but we do have also Katie James playing for Flies de San Javier in the EG Control, Melilla. We do have also Becky Varun, also Martin, other players that look out for Spanish teams to be fit for the international competition of the England women beach soccer national team. Well, it's been a fantastic time to have the Euro Winners Cup back in Nazare with full crowds. And of course, you only have to wait another couple of weeks before it's Nazare again. Yes, for the Euro Beach Soccer League, where there's a new format in the competition with the 10 teams. So it will be obviously an amazing spectacle of beach soccer again here in what I call the world capital of beach soccer. Well, Rui, we look forward to hearing you on commentary for those games. And thank you so much for speaking to us today. Mark, it's an honor to me to, to be here with you, with your brilliant British accent. And I hope that everyone continues to enjoy the beach soccer because it's a really, really wonderful sport. Amazing. I believe it, for me, it's the best sport in the world. Can we, can we just, before you go, Ruby, can we just let people into a secret here as we record this? I'm in London. You're in Nazare. I'll describe the weather here. At the moment, it is 23 with bright sunshine. What's the weather like in Nazare as we speak? <laughs> so I can tell you that right now it was a heavy rain, but it passed after 15 minutes and now the sun is uh, again up. Well, I'm sure you'll have plenty of sunshine across the summer. For London, I'm sure today and maybe tomorrow, the only two days we'll get this summer. But thank you so much again for speaking to us, Rui. Thank you, Mark. See you very soon. And to all the fans, continue to enjoy all that the Beach Shocker bring to us. Sports Social Podcast Network.